0: on this week's episode we take on the unsolved case of the long island serial killer and review the netflix original lost girls so finish stapling up your missing flyers and meet us in the pod shed we're drinking long island iced teas and talking about murder everyone welcome back to another episode of THC true Hollywood crime I'm your host Mariah this is your host Bailey Fa-la-la-la-la.
1: tis the season y'all we're getting there we're so close six days
0: yeah like a week away from Christmas getting ready are you ready for Christmas
1: as ready as I'll ever be there's no turning back there's nothing else that I could do
0: <laughs> my shopping's officially done mm-hmm. I just have to get some stocking stuffers Yep. And I just wrap. have to get ready for shithead's birthday Oh, yes. We, my husband's birthday was last weekend. Your husband's birthday is Christmas Eve, but you're celebrating this weekend. So we can actually talk about it because by the he time won't this know. comes out. Yeah, he won't know. So my husband's birthday, real quick, we kept it cash. He turned 45. I got him some good scotch. I made him an excellent tri-tip dinner. I made him a German chocolate cake, which was good, but Bailey said it did not taste like a German chocolate cake. It was a good cake. It was just missing a certain flavor. And that's fine because yeah. it's the first one it I've ever a, done. Yeah, it
1: was still a good ass cake
0: and uh you know just kept it super casual and nice where he's not a big birthday person so doing anything for his birthday is incredible well but your husband's big 40 oh. i know and he also
1: is not a birthday person cuz imagine having your birthday beyond christmas fucking dude Eve. my husband's
0: birthday is december 16th and he's fucking salty about it right. let alone actually oh, christmas actually Eve. sharing it with yeah. jesus yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one so
1: i mean i started prepping for his Fortieth, like years ago, just like what do you want to do? And we had all these plans of what Vacations. we would, exactly. We wanted to do a week long comedy bar crawl, like in Southern California, yeah, in LA or whatever. Mm-hmm. And exactly, San just San Diego. go see the random stand-ups that aren't even listed for that night. The walk-ins, whatever.
0: Which, by the way, especially if you're going to like, I mean, really anywhere with the comedy store, you could still end up seeing. Like, amazing oh, yeah. people. They Chris just want to yeah. just dropped by. They want to test me? out <laughs> some shit.
1: Exactly. That's what we would hope for. That's why we would want it to be like a full week type thing. Well, clearly COVID and 2020 had other plans.
0: Yeah. Fuck
1: 2020. So I scrambled what within the last like two, maybe three weeks. Yeah. If that. Right. We got the kid covered for a full 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Kid free. Yep. I got us a cheap ass motel room downtown. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get us a really nice room at like the fancy hotel. But I'm like, that's so not us. Yeah. He would not appreciate that at all. Got to keep it sleazy, baby. And if we're rolling in drunk at whatever hour or ordering
0: hookers, no one's going to do that at the nice hotel. (laughs) I think more people do it than you think, but they probably do it a little bit more on the low. Oh, yeah. Versus your dumb drunk asses in the lobby, ah, freaking out. So for sure, dirty hotel
1: room downtown. Which to be fair, I actually called and it's been renovated. And the girl at the front desk— I bet you it's not as dirty as you think. Stellar. She's like, it's a birthday. I'm gonna upgrade you to like. Our sweet. Oh, which means it has like a little kitchenette. I was going to
0: say it means it has a tiny fridge. <laughs> it has like a little sofa, and like yeah. a little kitchenette. Yeah, I'll take it. We all know how you feel about little kitchenettes in Oh, don't even.
1: hotel rooms. And then I got us reservations at the pub because it was doing all outdoor dining, and we did the pub crawl for our honeymoon in Europe, so I'm like, "Oh, let's t- kind of like make it like a flashback. We can pretend like we're on another honeymoon, romantic, whatever." Like, picturing the fire pits and the heating lamps and the blankets. The whole theme. So, literally, last night, I just got a weird feeling. I'm like, everything's been going to shit this week. I'm just on edge, so I call the restaurant. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're not acknowledging those prior reservations because of the new... Um, regulations in California. So we're shutting it down.
0: Which, fair enough, but maybe
1: call the people who have reservations. Literally on the reservation, it was first time diners, 40th birthday, surprise dinner. And you're not even going to give me
0: 24 hours notice. He's like, oh, well, I would have called you tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> okay. In all fairness, they should have definitely called you. That's not great customer service. But you've never eaten there before. And I have. Yeah. And it's very casual. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's um, just to even get a table is like a little bit of a like a viper's nest. You got to really go in there and elbow your way through and like look for an empty table because they don't have like a host that will seat you. Mm -hmm. So they even though it's a restaurant, they do very much try to keep that pub theme. Mm -hmm. And so it's just first come first serve, you know, so maybe that's part of it. But yeah, they should have definitely called you.
1: Yeah, but I got lucky. And I got us. A, Don't say the name of the restaurant. Right, a reservation again at the nicer restaurant in town. It's hands down our nicest restaurant, which for me and Nick is kind of like a hard to swallow just because we've been to nicer restaurants, you know? So it's like, we know that we're paying that price, but it's, you're just, you're going for the experience,
0: right? It is what it is. It's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the nicest restaurant in our town, but it's on the same level as like a, um, Oh, come on. What's in? It's in Walnut Creek. Ruth Chris. Yeah, it's like a Ruth Chris. Uh Uh-huh. Or a Fleming. Yeah. Which is still nice. Right. But it's
1: not like. When we grew up in the bouge of the bay. Yeah. We're spoiled. Yeah. yeah. It's no
0: French laundry. (laughs)
1: Exactly. So it is what it is. And I'm super excited. And then what did my husband drop on me? Oh, that he's inviting his best friend up for the weekend? Because this is all a surprise to her husband? Because, hey, babe, we couldn't possibly have plans this weekend. It's not, not with like, COVID. Wait, it's not like we're doing anything. So <laughs> I've just been scrambling non-stop. I know. But
0: luckily, his friend, your guys' friend, is the, is best. the best third wheel. Yeah. And he'll just roll with it. Exactly. Whatever. And it'll, it'll
1: be totally fine. But it just, again, this is what I get for trying to make plans during COVID in 2020. It's just like, go fuck yourself, eat a dick. Yeah, but it's going to be fine. It will.
0: It's going to be great. It will. We'll tell you all about it mm-hmm. next
1: week. Something we forgot to tell you guys all about. We never gave a review of Freaky. Freaky? It's on my list of yes! notes right here.
0: Awesome. It is absolutely on my list of notes like two weeks ago. That was such a great day. It was such a great day what i think you came over so our toddlers could play together mm-hmm. and i remember just sitting on my kitchen table and being like do you want a day drink today you all, knew yes you knew that it was
1: close to nap
0: time so you knew that yeah. i was getting that break and you're like you
1: know what we're gonna do
0: i'm like do you want a day drink and you're mm-hmm. like yes mm-hmm. yes i do so i i went over to your place when your kid was napping and uh you know we watched freaky we got a little day drunk not too bad because we no. still have kids and um, what did you think of it? I really liked it. The outfit was
1: great. The pace was great. The one thing that bothered me, you ended up really liking. <laughs> right. I don't know if I want to spoil it for everybody, though. I know. I, that's why I'm not going to reveal it either. But I thought that that was when you like considered the movie very woke.
0: <laughs> I loved it. Uh-huh. I loved. We were both surprised it took Vince Vaughn this long to play this role it was made for him to and especially because he's playing like a teen, So okay freaky is a horror movie about like, like almost freaky like freaky friday, friday. Mm-hmm. and it happens on friday the 13th which you know how we all feel about that Love. b and i and so vince vaughn is a serial killer and he ends up switching bodies with one of his would-be teenage victims correct so you get a whole movie full of vince vaughn but like 90 percent of the time he's playing like a 16 year old girl that's the best. And then the sixteen year old girl actress is, is playing a serial killer. She does a great job. She too. Does. Mm-hmm. Um and I loved it. I thought it was the kills were great f-
1: phenomenal.
0: Absolutely mm-hmm. great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in my opinion, I would
0: give it like a like a four or five.
1: Yeah, I thought a it was four point five. Really yeah. entertaining. Mm-hmm.
0: The violence was I did not think that they were gonna go that hard. Right. I the thought it was gonna be was a little it. bit cheesier. Nope. Mm mm. Um, the actors were super cute. The teenagers were all really fun. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, of course, does great. He always does great. Yeah,
1: it was just the, the love and the romance that got me a little bit. But you'll have to see it for yourself. Drop it in the comments. Let us know what you think.
0: And um, you always forget, like, what a fucking monster Vince Vaughn is. Huge. Size wise. Huge person. Like, he would have been a great Jason. He would have been a great Michael. Yeah, that, like we said, I it took too long for him to play this role. So what were we drinking when we were day drinking? I got some news. We were drinking
1: the Coors Light Seltzers, correct? Right. The Coors.
0: Well, I think they're just the Coors Seltzers. Oh, whatever. Because yeah. they're going to be yeah. sugar free right, regardless. they're Seltzers.
1: So they better fucking be light. The, <laughs> the Coor,
0: Coors Hard Seltzers. The Coors Seltzers, which I I mean, I enjoy as much as any other Seltzer. Better than the beer. That's for fucking sure. Better than the beer. Um, I would say it's like the Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, no, it's better than the Bud Light yeah, Seltzer. Yeah, because it doesn't taste like beer Which is, So
1: I love Bud Light beer better than Coors beer, but the Coors Seltzer is better than the Bud Light Seltzer. But still not as good as the Corona. Well, I mean, no one's
0: comparing to that. So we, I showed B one part of this, which was that, because we took a picture of, of us cheering our Coors Seltzers, watching Freaky, and put it on Instagram <laughs> on THC Podcast, and at first, course Seltzer liked it. And that was, I was like, that oh was my God, enough. the second alcohol company has liked our posts. What more can we ask for? Jeez Louise. And then like a few days later, B they actually commented. Stop. And they said like, I'd have to look it up. Something like cheers and um, like the easiest way to do your part, hashtag two rivers. And I said, what does that mean? So I looked it up mm-hmm. and just, so, do you know about this? No. So just to let y'all know um so every time you buy core seltzer um a donation is made by Coors to their foundation two rivers and basically it just helps sustain and make the rivers great again in america so um great so and then i I was like oh happy to do our part of course (laughs) spread the word spread the word two rivers every time you buy some core seltzers which we can recommend they're good you're doing some good Might as well if you're already drinking. Right. If we're
1: going to be alcoholic, let's do something about it.
0: Okay. Also on my list of things to talk about is last week's episode. Oh, God. I feel like you were a little harsh on yourself. And I should have stopped it, but I was too drunk. Oh, no. You just went really hard on yourself about being a selfish person. (laughs) (laughs) And how you don't care about anybody besides yourself. And I just want to say, as your best friends for, God, God. 25 (laughs) years or something now, right? Uh, Uh, you're like one of the most selfless people I know. All right. I'll take it. I appreciate it. You're ultra giving and loving. And you know, I think you're awesome. And I I think everyone else agrees with you. All you want to do is take care of the people around you. You drop everything to help anybody.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: But you do have boundaries and you do say no. And actually it's a good thing for me to learn something you've taught me. You've taught me how to like say no if I don't want to do something or if I'm over something. Okay. Because I'm like... Nope, I don't want to do that. Or, right. nope, you have to leave now. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Okay. Perfect. So don't be so hard well, on yourself. be. I'll
1: drink to that. Cheers. Yeah, you're not Thanks, selfish. <laughs> That's so funny. I did not get that at all from listening. Oh, I my God. You're so going on and so, on about it. No, what <laughs> I took away from it was my test anxiety.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's that, too. Mm-hmm. Even re-listening to me taking the test gave me test
1: anxiety. <laughs>
0: Um And then I finished Silver Lighting's playbook.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If we're giving it out of five stars, I'd give it a mm,
1: three. Like you said, it's 2. one of 5, the rare occasions 3. that you enjoyed the movie. I liked
0: the movie a lot more. Mm-hmm. The movie has a lot of heart. Yeah. They made some changes, which I think had to be made mm-hmm. for you to like these characters. Because mm-hmm. in the book, um, most of the characters are like, Garbage people. Not even garbage people, but they're just hard people to get behind. Yeah. Yeah, So the movie changed a lot of things, gave it a lot more heart. Okay. Um, It's much more touching. It's much more heartwarming. So yes, I definitely prefer the movie better than the book. Okay. Okay. So and to be honest with you, if I wasn't such a big fan of the movie, I don't know if I would have read the book. Yeah. You wanted to
1: get through the book to just really give it its
0: fair shot. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think I would have gotten a couple chapters in. Even the way um, the protagonist, Pat, talks and like speaks, like his voice you're hearing is almost hard to swallow. It's like it's a little annoying and so it's like if I wouldn't have had a soft spot in my heart for the pat that Bradley Cooper and director David O. Russell created, yeah, I don't think I would have watched. I yeah. don't think I would have read it. But the movie, if you guys haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend. By the way, this B Yo. is the movie you said you've never seen it, Correct. which I believe. But this is the one that Jennifer Lawrence won her Oscar for when she tripped up when the she Oscar fell. stairs.
1: Love it, and I adore her.
0: Yes, uh, she's everything. and she's great in this movie. Of course she is. Um, and Bradley Cooper. This is the first time that I realized he could act because before that it was just like the hangover which was great but he's so good in this movie i was actually i think ben affleck's in a movie
1: called the accountant yeah where he plays someone like on the spectrum or something and i'm like
0: oh okay so this is how ben affleck can actually
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was the movie that did it for me and ben affleck because like
0: i don't care who wins oscars or awards Mm -hmm. but i was That year, very upset that he didn't win. I felt like he was robbed because he lost to Daniel Day-Lewis playing Abe Lincoln. And Mm. I'm like, yeah, but Daniel Day-Lewis had on, like, 100 pounds of makeup. And he had, like, a real afflicted character to play versus Bradley Cooper is so good in that movie that it's, like, all in his eyes. Like, how do you make your eyes sincere? It's so absolutely incredible. Right, makeup
1: versus him actually
0: changing his own appearance yeah like like it looks like it's coming from the inside out of of what he's emoting and you're like it's such good acting you have
1: to do that to have that kind of acting of course i totally get what you're saying
0: so anyways um highly recommend one of my favorite movies i just started watching the wilds on amazon prime have you heard of it no it's about what you believe it's about is a group of girls on their way on a private jet to a (sighs) convention resort like a weekend to like character building yada 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 right <coughs> and none of the girls know each other they show up in <coughs> pairs so they're the all like worst paired off nightmare <laughs> yes of course and they're teenage girls so oh, most of God. them don't even want to fucking oh, be God. there God, no. yeah no no this is like something their parents mm-hmm. are forcing them to do yeah um and then what they think happens is a plane crash because they're on their way to hawaii oh they wake up with bits How of very pol- lost It is very lost. So Mm -hmm. they wake up with bits of planes around them and minor injuries, and they're on this deserted island. And what you're watching is that versus their interviews now, because you see the people who have survived and they're being interviewed by like officials or whatever. And the main girl that you start off with keeps bringing up these weird coincidences like the fact that they all knew cpr mm. she's like isn't it weird that we all knew cpr on the island or like all these weird things that kept happening that she picked up on mm-hmm. and then you basically find out at the end of episode one so spoiler alert for episode one that it's part of like a social experiment Ooh. and so the whole thing was set up amazing and so you're you're going from there love it yep really really interesting so very far very lost vibes very lost but you know what's going on yeah because lost, that's
1: nice. They're all like Easter eggs. I was literally
0: like, lost the whole time. I could never. I didn't make it past season one because I'm like, I have no clue what's wh- happening. Right, and
1: it got so much crazier after that. So and
0: yeah. it looks like the way because it co- it's teenage girls, so it's going to turn real Lord of the Flies oh, real, real soon. Oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's
1: pretty good. Oh God, could you imagine an island full of teenage girls with their synced
0: periods? What a fucking nightmare for real. Um, anything else on my notes, B? Let's see. Da, da, da. Look, okay. Here's my notes, guys. It's um, Silver Lining's playbook. Bailey equals nice <laughs> birthdays. Oh, our Christmas cards.
1: Oh yeah, that was great.
0: I'm gonna post a picture of our Christmas cards, obviously without our kids' faces. But we took some funny Christmas cards. Um, what does yours look like, B? You killed it. Our little hey. personal photographer.
1: So. I was dressed up as Freddy Krueger, and my husband dressed up as Michael Myers, and I pieced together my own little homemade version of a Chucky outfit Mm -hmm. for Vi. I colored her hair. We put the stickers on the overalls, wrote "Good Guys," the whole thing. And you managed to really get her like into character.
0: Yeah, because it's very hard to get sweet Violet to look at a camera and smile and smile. Mm No, it'll never happen. So yeah, you got
1: the perfect shot. It's yeah, it's so action it's got shot. So much character. It's so funny.
0: And you're Oh, and the fucking dog. Stella, get a life. The problem is because oh. you're like, she doesn't do this at the um we usually go to the Humane Society. Correct. And I realize it's because the people of the Humane Society don't know her. Right. So every time I got, I would say her name to get her attention, she's she'd like, Okay. Come over to yeah, me and sit like, down. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, great picture. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we'll we'll post our Xmas cards. Mine is Me and my family usually do a really cute, nice picture in front of our, like, front door for Christmas. There's usually,
1: like, some kind of theme. Like, I remember,
0: weren't you guys, I just try to be color-coordinated. There we go. Yeah. It's not a theme. I just try to keep us all in the same color palette. Yeah, that's it. And Mm -hmm. we're in front of our door, which is always decorated for Christmas. Yeah. And um, this year, we decided to just, like, try to be trashy. Like, we don't care. We're all flipping off the camera, even the kids. And it says, fuck 2020. Mm -hmm. Love us. So, yeah. I thought it was great. I love fun Christmas cards. We've mm-hmm. I've gotten a few funny ones. Our friend Stephanie and Ryan did one where like they're all on a Zoom, a Zoom call. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. It's good. Love it. That's all I got. I got to start talking about this case because it's, it's a so big heavy, case. Yeah, it is. I've got quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I cannot be drunk for it. i got pages and pages here. And
1: I can't be that drunk because I have to be a fucking surprise
0: good wife tomorrow. Ugh. Well, you'll be fine. You'll pull through that hangover. I know. I got to wake up with the kid. Oh, Dude, the, the last weekend, the day we took your Christmas cards, was the most hungover I've You've been. You've been in a
1: minute. Mm-hmm. In almost a
0: year. I think the last time I was that hungover was Super Bowl Sunday last year. Yeah. Because I remember spending the whole first part of the Sunday on the couch. Mm-hmm. And then being like, is it time for the game? All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I remember
0: I had to go
1: to... Nick's boss's house and I was just like hiding in a corner
0: oh. <laughs> I'm
1: like don't talk to me
0: oh man oh speaking of don't talk to me so this week we are doing the Long Island serial killer aka Lisk and the movie The Lost Girls which is a Netflix original may I ask did we figure out is this the so you okay so B was we wondering if this was the Craigslist killer he goes, Long Island Serial Killer, remember I told you they do this sometimes, yeah. where they like do similar names? Right. They called the Long Island Serial Killer the Craigslist Ripper, uh, but there is a separate guy who, who is, is the Craigslist okay. Killer That's and I, has been caught. Perfect. Okay. And maybe one day we'll do, if we can find a movie based on him. But perfect. yeah, same thing. It's like, why call Lisk the Craigsville, or Craigsville, mm. Craigslist Ripper, if there's already a Craigslist killer? Absolutely, though. That's so weird. Anyways. Okay. Anyways, I did a lot of research for this from a million different places. Very notably is an article written by Robert Kolker for the New York Times. It's a beautifully written article. So beautifully written that I actually didn't use it a ton in this because you don't want I don't want to chop up his words that are so eloquent. Good for you. Um, but he also wrote the book Lost Girls, which okay. is what the movie's based on. So I he's been great book. working on this a lot um and of course wikipedia earn the necklace.com which sounds weird it's a canadian publication mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as bad as like um give me like a bad tabloid like a not esquire um right no oh you know what i'm talking about yeah, The I really do. bad ones of where course. it's like the queen's a lizard person right like, it's not that bad um it probably feels like maybe a people mm-hmm. or a in touch. Yeah, I double checked everything they were saying because I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to take my information from tabloids. Yeah, it's all the same information in the other articles. It was just a little bit more like bullet Exagger- points. Oh, okay. No, not yeah, exaggerated. But like simpler. Down. Okay. So it was just easy for me to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an article by Caroline, Caroline, Caroline John, and then Jennifer J Slate, who is a true crime author. And a true crime blogger, and I just got a couple of things from her true crime blog. So shout out to Jennifer Slate. Okay, you ready? Let's do it. How much you know about Long Island?
1: <clears throat> I feel like nope. Never mind. That was New Jersey. Not a fucking thing.
0: Perfect. Hold on. I think I actually just learned on Silver Linings Playbook that New Jersey's right next to Philadelphia, and my mind was blown. My mind is blown. Because the whole thing with Silver Linings Playbook is they're huge. I mean, huge Eagles fan. It's it's the running theme throughout the movie is the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, then they talk about him going home to New Jersey. And I'm like, wait, but what? And then they are talking about him like taking the train to the Eagles game. I'm like, what? So I had to ask, who do I ask? Lou. Yeah. And Lou's like, yeah, it's like right across it's like right there. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. I would have never put that together. Because I I want to say that Vinny
1: and Angelina from Jersey Shore, they're Staten Island. They're
0: s- Staten Island. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Which I... Is Staten Island one of the boroughs? I don't think it's one of the boroughs. Uh, I don't you have know. Manhattan, I know Brooklyn. Harlem, Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, and Long Island. Oh, yeah. I thought there was five boroughs. Is there six... <laughs> Anyway, stay tuned next week (laughs) for a follow up on how many boroughs there are in New York. Fuck us. I'm so sorry, New York. I love New York City, but I am a California girl and I don't know anything outside of the Bay Area. So anywho, Long Island is a densely populated island in the southeast part of New York State from harbor to harbor, meaning Mm -hmm. uh, Long Island Harbor to New York to Manhattan Harbor it's a little over a quarter mile from Manhattan Island. And it extends eastward over, how many miles do you think? How many oh miles? Oh, my God. How many miles long do you think Long Island is? 125. Wow, be 100 miles. Oh. I'm an idiot. I was like, was it 20 miles long? Well. <laughs> how big could it be? Oh it's 100 miles. Okay. Um, the island, here's what I did not know about Long Island. It's also home to Brooklyn and Queens. What? Brooklyn and Queens is technically on Long Island. They're, they have their own counties. Don't ask me what the fuck they are, but wow. Brooklyn's in a county. Queens is in its own county, and okay. Long Island is four counties. So you have the county that Brooklyn's in, the county that Queens is in, and they're both right across the, yeah. is it the river or the bay or the, the water river. from New York. God, New Yorkers are <laughs> killing us. I'm so sorry. But they're right across from Manhattan. <sighs> and then once you get past Brooklyn and Queens and you keep going east, yep. you hit the two counties that – New Yorkers consider Long Island. Okay. So when they say they're going to Long Island, they're talking about um do I have the counties written down? Nassau and Sulphic County. Wow. Those two counties, that's what they consider Long Island, even though technically Brooklyn and Queens are also on Long Island. I am learning so much. Girl, me too. I had no idea. Crazy. Shannon Maria Gilbert was born on October twenty-fourth, nineteen eighty-six. So she's basically right our age. age. Mm-hmm. She's the eldest of four daughters. Um, Shortly after she's born, her mom, Mary, leaves her father and the girls are eventually separated from their mom and placed in foster care. The youngest two end up being reunited with Mary, but Shannon and Sarah, the oldest two, are both raised in foster homes from there on out. One of her foster moms said that Shannon was smart enough to fit two years of classes into one year and graduate from high school at 16 years old. So after working a string of odd jobs, she moves in with her boyfriend in two thousand seven and begins posting online as an escort. Take a wine sip. Yeah. B it's so cold B refuses to open the window to smoke her marijuana. Fuck yeah. Okay. So it's making my throat a little dry. Oh, sorry. You should be. You should be very sorry. Drink up. so Shannon advertised her services on Craigslist as a lot of sex workers back then did. She would keep two thirds of the money and the remaining third was given to her driver who also um, worked as like her security. So Mm -hmm. she would hire these guys to drive her and, you know, keep her as safe as you could keep her. She helps support her mom and sisters. She even lavishes her family with presents and gifts. She's taking college classes online with the hopes of quitting sex work one day Her mom knows of her job and tries to get her to quit, but Shannon keeps at it. So on May 1st, 2010, Shannon goes to Joseph Brewer's residence in Long Island. He hired her through her Craigslist ad, and he's in the middle of a separation from his wife. So Shannon goes there with her driver, Michael Pack. At 24 years old, Shannon disappears in Oak Beach, a gated community along the Long Island South Shore, three miles from Gilgo Beach. Shannon made a 911 call that night during which she insisted someone was trying to kill her. She sounds panicked, but we've never actually heard it because the police won't release it. Shannon calls 911 from Brewer's house and keeps the dispatcher on the line for 23 minutes. There's also other voices telling her to calm down. Um, Shannon doesn't tell the dispatcher her exact location, but that could be because she didn't know exactly where she Mm -hmm. was after being driven there. Um, Her driver, Michael, followed her in the vehicle, but at some point she runs out of sight, just kind of into the wilderness, and he looks around for her. um, He can't find her, so he eventually gives up and heads back to the city. Police do question Joseph Brewer, who had hired her, Michael Pack, the driver, and some of the neighbors that were around, but police find no evidence of their involvement, and Brewer claims that there were no drugs or sexual contact that night. So Mary and the family are hoping that the police will find Shannon, but after a few weeks and a lack of evidence, the leads dry up. December 2010... Police, A police officer and his dog are conducting a routine training exercise when he finds the skeletal remains of a woman in a nearly disintegrated burlap sack.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Obviously, this is on or near Gilgo Beach. Yeah. The discovery led to a search and three more bodies were found two days later in the same area on the north side of the Ocean Parkway. None of these are Shannon, by the way. A few months later, in March and early April 2011, four more bodies are discovered in another area off the parkway near Oak Beach and Gilgo Beach. Suffolk, is it Suffolk? Suffolk? Suffolk. Suffolk police expand the search area up to Nassau County border looking for more victims. Five days later, the search for more bodies begins in Nassau County. An additional set of partial human remains are found, as well as a separate skull bringing the potential number of victims found since December to 10. On April 22nd, two human teeth are found about a foot away from the skull. On June 16th, 2011, Suffolk County Police raised the reward from $5,000 to $25,000, the largest offered in the county's history for information leading to an arrest in the Long Island murders. So what do all these victims have in common? The victims are all strangled to death according to the medical examiner. They were all found wrapped in burlap. They were all sex workers who advertised on Craigslist, most of them. They're all very petite. They're all brunette. And I read somewhere that they all had hazel eyes, but I only read it in one place. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to say for sure, but they were all definitely petite brunette. They all looked very similar. It was a type. Mm -hmm. Yes. They were all killed elsewhere and moved to the location, and the nature of the killings convinced police that they have a serial killer in the area, and that killer comes to be known as the Long Island Serial Killer, or LISC for Lisk, for short. Um, And just to let you guys know, I didn't put it as a source because I didn't watch it and get anything from it, but the only reason I even knew about this case was from the killing season on a and I watched it. It was great. It's the same two people who did a documentary that i loved and you hated which was (laughs) cropsy i loved it i thought it was scary and cool and dark but i was watching it like i think at night in my room like on my laptop with headphones in and i tried to play it for b like in the middle of the day when she was cleaning the house and she did not like it but the the duo is great they do great research they're like feet on the ground cameras in hand researchers killing season is fantastic on annie and it starts off all about lisk and then they go on these other kind of like serial killer tangents Mm -hmm. but great docuseries guys so a year after the first set of remains are found shannon's remains are found on december 13th 2011 in a marsh located half a mile from where she disappeared her clothes and belongings had been found nearby a few days earlier so then i'm like How good of a search were they doing? Right. She was found a half mile away from where she disappeared. And her clothing and belongings had been strewn about. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Authorities claim Shannon died of natural causes and theorized that she was a victim of accidental drowning when she stumbled into the marsh. A medical examiner ruled her death as inconclusive. Oh! Within months, the remains of as many as 16 victims have been found from Gilgo Beach stretching out east to the Pine Barrens of Manorville. Hmm. And yet for a decade, the police have announced not a single suspect or person of interest. Months passed, then years, with no comment from the department about the case. Police are unwilling and or at least were, unwilling and uninterested in bringing justice for these women. One senior detective in 2011 even said that it was a, quote, consolation to the general public that the victims were only prostitutes. Yeah. So they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Mm -mm. So right before Shannon's body was found, a new police commissioner was sworn in, James Burke. He is the one who's really... He blocks the investigation over and over. Um, He even refused help from the FBI to work on the Lisk case. Uh Um, And so that makes people wonder, like, why is he blocking it so much? Uh Does he have something to hide? Well, one thing he could be hiding is that a Long Island sex worker named Leanne, who claims about a year after Shannon went missing, she was roughed up in a sexual encounter with former Suffolk police chief James Burke in an. Oak Beach house party, where alcohol and cocaine were prevalent, and where did Shannon go missing? Oak Beach. Oak Beach. Leanne claims Burke choked her and forced her into oral sex after calling her a quote not a good whore and paying her for her services in 2011, just months before he assumed the role the role of police chief. Leanne also claims to have had several other Suffolk County police officers as clients mm-hmm. and offered to take a lie detector test to back up her story moreover that's obviously a copy Uh, paste word not my word a surgeon who formerly worked with the suffolk county police department peter hackett had become a person of interest mary received a call from hackett's residence two days after shannon's disappearance he denied this though uh call records exist peter (laughs) and they prove otherwise hackett reportedly told mary that he ran a home for wayward girls and shannon was in his care Hackett, however, denied he had any contact with Shannon. Hackett was suspected of drugging Shannon the day she had disappeared. Investigators later ruled out Hackett as a suspect, claiming that he had a history of inserting himself into certain major events. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: So that could be another thing that they're sweeping yeah, under the rug. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. Oh, it couldn't be this guy. Let's. Couldn't move it on. be the guy mm-hmm. that used to work with us of all the time? Of course not.
0: Finally, James Burke steps down in 2015 when he has to plead guilty to beating a man in custody who stole a duffel bag filled with sex toys and pornography out of his SUV and then conspiring conspiring Conspiring. with officers to cover up his actions. So he actually steps down as police chief or commissioner or whatever he is because he's a piece of shit. He's now serving a 46-month time in federal prison. Okay. So in the middle of all of this chaos... Mary Gilbert and her daughters fight to have Shannon's death investigated as a homicide. When police fail to conduct an active investigation, the family hire John Ray as an attorney to help them investigate. And I just saw a clip of John Ray on a news program that I was watching on YouTube about this. I don't know about how good of an attorney he is. I don't know anything about John Ray. This man knows how to dress. Oh. I feel like he was wearing like it, maybe purple velvet's a stretch, but I feel like there was velvet somewhere on his suit, but like okay. a purple suit with like, it was almost like a blue and black fedora with like a feather in it. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> is this is the attorney. That's he looks amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. That is my representative.
0: It looked great. I was very excited about it. They also hire an independent medical examiner, Michael Baden, to conduct a private autopsy on behalf of the family in 2016. Baden isn't able to definitively conclude that it was a homicide in the absence of soft tissue, meaning that I'm assuming all the soft tissue has since
1: been deteriorated.
0: Yep. But he claimed that her death was definitely not by drowning. He said there are signs of homicide by strangulation on Shannon's remains, and she was also found face up, which is unlikely in the case of drowning. Correct. Okay. So, would you like to hear some of our people of interest? You know it. We'll start with John Bitterolf, a local resident previously convicted of killing two sex workers. Ooh. James Bissett, who killed himself days after Shannon was found and Damn. works for a local plant nursery that sells the same burlap found on the bodies. Ooh. But our man in charge, Pimpin' John Ray, holds an explosive news conference on December... 2016 where he says that so he's the one that brought forward leanne the sex worker who brought up the charges against the former police commissioner Um, that her account brings a direct connection between burke and those poor dead victims lying along ocean parkway when asked if he was outright accusing jimmy burke of possibly being the gilgo beach serial killer ray answered quickly and calmly Yes. Mm. And further explained that he believes it is possible that Burke and Dr. Peter Hackett could have worked together to yep. murder and dispose of the victims along Gilgo Beach. Damn. So since then, we've gotten a new police commissioner, Geraldine Hart. She gets the FBI involved. She used to work for the FBI. Yeah, she did. She gets the FBI. And she's from Long Island. Mm. So she gets the FBI right involved. She's much more accessible to the media and to journalists, including to our boy Robert of the, who wrote this for the New York times and okay. wrote lost girls. Mm-hmm. He said all the police before her, they were just steel traps. You yeah. could not get into them. They weren't talking to him. They weren't talking to anybody. Uh-huh. She called him back right away. She, they, they were in the middle of, um, coronavirus for this article. So okay. they had to do it via phone, but she was more than willing to talk to him and yep. meet and all that. Um, January 16th, 2020, Miss Hart held a news conference, her first for this case, and she disclosed a new piece of evidence, mm-hmm. a leather belt with the hand-engraved initials H-M, or if you looked at it upside down, W-H. Miss Hart said the police believe the belt had been handled by the killer. Um, Ray has petitioned for the release of the 911 tapes, which a judge has approved, but the police still have not complied. Of course. And released the 911 tapes. So... That's what I got as far as the investigation for Shannon and the victims go. But I have a quick overview of the victims because they deserve to be talked about. It wasn't just Shannon. Oh, hold on. Before I get there, Shannon's sister, Sarah, had a mental breakdown following Shannon's death on top of already being a schizophrenic. So on July 23rd, 2016, Sarah bludgeons her mother, Mary, with a fire extinguisher and then stabs her to death. Wow. Sarah is charged with second degree murder and fourth degree possession of a weapon, convicted of murder and sentenced to 25 years in jail in August 2017. She is imprisoned in the Bedford Hills Correction Facility for Women. Damn. So it's a tragic ending for Mary. Yeah. Which sucks. Big time. Hold on. It feels like there's more pages than victims. Okay. Great. All right. So, real quick, let's go over the victims. These are, we'll start with the ones who have been identified. Maureen Barnes, 25, of Norwich, Connecticut, struggling mother, worked as a sex worker via Craigslist. Um, Her body is found December 2010. Shortly after her disappearance, a friend of Maureen's, Sarah, receives a call from a man from an unfamiliar number the man claimed that he had just seen Maureen and she was alive and staying at a whorehouse in Queens. He refused to identify himself and could not tell Sarah the location of the house. <coughs> he tells Sarah he would call back and give her the address, but he never calls again. Um, and she says that, that man had had a discernible New York accent. OK. Melissa Barthelemy, 24, of Erie County, New York, went missing on July 10th, 2009 She had been living in the Bronx. On the night she went missing, she met with a client, deposited $900 into her bank account, and attempted to call an old boyfriend, but did not get through. Beginning one week later and lasting for five weeks, her teenage sister Amanda received a series of vulgar, mocking, and insulting calls from a man who may have been the killer using Melissa's cell phone. The caller asked if Amanda was a whore like her sister The calls became increasingly disturbing and eventually culminated in the caller telling Amanda that Melissa was dead and that he was going to watch her rot. Holy fuck. Police traced some of the calls to Madison Square Garden, Midtown Manhattan, and a word I cannot... Massapequa? Okay. But were unable to determine who were making the calls. Melissa's mother noted that there was a lot of calls from Manorville from Mm. Melissa's phone around the time of her disappearance. If you remember, the bodies stretch from Gilgo Beach to manorville they found not remember that
1: no okay they found remains in manorville yeah 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 because i can't get over dildo beach when i say gilgo that's all you can think of all
0: i can think of i think of gigolo oh okay jessica taylor 20 most recently of manhattan went missing july 2003 we had just graduated high school b wow on July 26, 2003, her naked and dismembered torso, missing its head and hands, were discovered 45 miles east of Gilgo Beach in Manorville, New York. There okay. you go. Mm-hmm. On May 9, 2011, it's reported that the remains of a skull, a pair of hands, and a forearm found on March 29th at Gilgo Beach were matched to her as wow. well. Valerie Mack, 24, of uh, Philadelphia, was uh, previously dubbed, okay, whatever, um, a human head, right foot. A human head, a right foot, and hands were found on April 4th, 2011. They are determined to have belonged to her. The rest of her body was found November 19th, 2000, in the same part of Manorville, where most of Jessica Taylor's remains were later discovered. Wow. The victim's torso was found wrapped in garbage bags and dumped in the woods. The scattering of the fucking bodies. Her right foot had been cut high above the ankle, possibly to conceal an identifying mark or tattoo. So here are some unidentified people. John Doe also discovered April 4th at Gilgo Beach. Oh. Very close to where the first four were discovered in December was the body of what appeared to be a young Asian male who died from blunt force trauma in September 2011. Interesting. Um, they stated that he was likely to be working as a sex worker and wearing women's clothing at the time of his death.
1: Okay, because I was going to say he doesn't fit the profile. Well, there's a few people who don't fit the yeah. profile.
0: Like the, I think, I don't want to say it because yeah. I could very well be wrong. He was between 17 and 23, five, six in height, missing four teeth. Okay. He'd been dead for about five and ten years. He's believed to have lived as a woman, perhaps being killed when the killer found out that he was a, not a cisgender mm-hmm. woman. Baby Doe, the third body found on April 4th, was 250 feet away from the partial remains of Jane Doe, number six, who ended up being Valerie Mack. Female toddler between 16 and 24 months of age. Um, She was already a skeleton. The body was wrapped in a blanket and showed no visible signs of trauma. DNA tests determined that the child's mother was Jane Doe number three, who we haven't talked about yet, whose body is found 10 miles east near Jones Beach State Park. The toddler was reported to be a person of color and was wearing gold earrings and a gold necklace. So her mother, quote unquote, Jane Doe number three, June 28th, 1997, The dismembered torso of an unidentified young African-American female was found at Hempstead Lake State Park in the town of Lakeview, New York. The torso was found in a green plastic Rubbermaid container, which was dumped next to the road along the west side of the lake. On April 11, 2011, police in Nassau County discovered dismembered skeletal remains inside a plastic bag near Jones Beach State Park. Nicknamed Jane Doe number three. DNA analysis identified this victim as the mother of baby Doe. She was found wearing gold jewelry similar to that of her daughter. And then we have Jane Doe number seven, also known as Fire Island Jane Doe, um, also found on April 11th at near nearby, nearby Tobey Beach. A separate human skull and several teeth were recovered. These remains were linked to DNA testing to a set of severed legs found in a garbage bag on Fire Island on wow. April 20th, again with 420, 1996. Um that's so much so on top of the 10 bodies are a few more um who they don't know for sure are linked um so i would say google them because i've already talked so much i feel like you guys are going to stop listening at some point 10 to
1: 16 right
0: yeah, so the ones I just mentioned were like the 10 that, they, no, no. that they're that they really linking together. Yeah. For Lisk, there's an additional like six that they're like, oh, this could also it be could, him. But there needs to be more. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do think the first one's worth talking about, 19-year-old Tina. They're all worth talking about. Obviously. There's something about this one, I believe. Um, let me see. That's so many. Oh, my yes. gosh. Okay. So I'm going to talk about Tina real quick because 19-year-old Tina Foglia, last seen in the early morning hours of February 1st, 1982, Whoa. so way back in the day, at, um, like a rock show. She was n- a known hitchhiker. Her dismembered body was discovered by the Department of Transportation workers on February 3rd along the shoulder of the Southern State Parkway. Her remains were placed in three separate plastic garbage bags and were found a few miles north of Robert Mose's Causeway. I don't even know what a causeway is. Is it like a highway? Sure. Which leads to Gilgo Beach and Oak Beach. A diamond ring that Tina was known to wear was missing and the DNA of an unknown male was found on the garbage bags. Police have not ruled out that Tina was an early victim of the Long Island serial killer. They're hoping that she is a victim of what I'm assuming is his. Right. Because they're hoping that one day she's the only one that has DNA of an unidentified man on her. Yes. So they're hoping that they. That
1: could be that one thing.
0: That will lead them via Golden State Killer was found um, through the same thing. They had this unidentified DNA. Need That one break. They found him um, through basically like a 23andMe situation, Mm -hmm. like people giving, voluntarily giving their DNA. I guess there's like so many like things that match. You can start narrowing down like the family and then you can look in that family and be like, okay, who fits our profile, who, and then you can go from there. Yeah, That's how they caught the Golden State Killer after decades of being unsolved. Our new police commissioner, um... Miss Hart is hoping she was very excited that when the Golden State Killer was caught, she made a phone call to her people at the FBI and was like, what do we got to do to make Make this happen happen for us? So we're hoping Mm -hmm. that sweet young Tina might be the key to it all. And like I said, there's like five other ones. Just Google it. You can learn all about them. I can't give you their names. Oh, Tanya Rush, 39, a mother of three from Brooklyn. She was dismembered and found in a suitcase. And that might be all the actual names I have for you. Um, But there's a few others. So the case is still unsolved and the Long Island serial killer is still out there. Any recent? No, the most recent thing was the belt because that was January of this year. Yeah, okay. So that was like the most recent thing. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So there you go. The Long Island serial killer, AKA Lisk. Okay. Was that too fast? No. I feel like I was talking really fast. No. I was trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. No,
1: for me, I'm just trying to piece together, like, the facts that you just gave me versus what I watched. Yeah, I think you probably watched a very pared down situation. Yeah. So, Lost Girls 2020, Netflix original. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we open with Like this nighttime image of a girl running Mm -hmm. in the dark, and you see the car lights behind her. Yeah. She's screaming, but we're hearing her as a little girl sing Beautiful Dreamers. Yeah. All right. So it's like super spooky, eerie. You're just like, okay, well, you've got my attention. What Mm -hmm. the fuck's going on? And then they cut and um, we're introduced to her mom, Mary, who's just like this. very hard she's struggled clearly she's a hard mom right chain smoking coffee drinking factory working kind of mom my kind of mom right i mean she's pulling through she's doing what she can in this movie she's got the three girls Mm -hmm. shannon the eldest sarah and sheree and then um she gets called at work because sarah got expelled from school or whatever for setting paper towels on fire in the bathroom Mm -hmm. she's like are you taking your fucking meds yeah no she's not taking her fucking meds so she gets a call from shannon and she's going to be coming home for dinner and that she's got money Mm -hmm. and you can see the mom kind of light up like Mm -hmm. i almost feel like it's her favorite daughter because she's obviously chipping in yeah which lightens the load Mm all right and in the movie does she know that shannon's a sex worker According to her, no.
0: Okay. Mm-mm.
1: And so Shannon doesn't make it to dinner. hmm And this pisses the mom off. And she either goes to, like, a bar or a diner or whatever, and she's drinking, and she leaves the other two girls at home. Right. So the eldest of the two girls is trying to call to figure out what's going on. It's going straight to voicemail. But I guess Shannon's boyfriend reaches out to them looking for Shannon Mm -hmm. because she didn't come home. So the following morning, the mom's making breakfast and she gets this weird fucking call from a guy, Dr. Hackett. Oh, they used his name and everything. Yes. Um, He works for a home for wayward girls. So he claims. Mm hmm. And he is also looking for Shannon. Mm -hmm. And the mom's salty and bitter at the fact that she didn't show up for dinner. So she's super short. Like, Shannon hasn't fucking lived here since she was 12 years old. She owes you some fucking money. That's your problem. You fucking find her. Mm. Right? Click. But this makes the eldest daughter be like, hey, mom. So, by the way, I also tried to call Shannon. Mm -hmm. And she didn't answer. That's weird. And then her boyfriend called. Right and can't find her. The well, Mom's like, "That's their fucking problem."
0: Wow, right? Like she, lovely. Like, I take it back when I'm like, "Oh, it's my type of mom." I don't know this mom's a no, little she's harsh. salty.
1: She's just like fucking. Shannon doesn't show up. Ridden her, anyways. Forty-eight hours later, she starts to care.
0: Yeah, the tone is totally different. Um, and I really encourage you guys if you're interested in this because I gave you a brief overview. The Killing is such a good show, and they do have interviews with. The boyfriend, because like when I was doing my research, no one ever really mentions the boyfriend again. Okay. The boyfriends there, you get to see interviews with um, Shannon's sisters, and you know, and I believe there's interviews of Shannon's mom because I think this was filmed before she was murdered. Okay. So there's interviews with like the whole family. It's really really good.
1: Okay. So the girls end up driving to the police, and they finally get someone. To kind of help them. And they find out that Shannon has five different cell phones. For like Mm -hmm. multiple areas. Right. Yep. So they go to the boyfriend's house. And they accuse him of doing something to like scare her off. Yeah. Right. And he's like no. If anything like you don't know anything about your daughter. Like you would be the one she'd be hiding from
0: not me. And the police haven't registered the the nine one one call yet. None of that's <clears throat> none of that's come up yet. Okay,
1: no, and so it's like she's giving you money. That's all you fucking care about. Like at the end of the day, is she coming home to you or me? And he's like, all I have that I can tell you is her, the information about the driver. Oh, right. So she, this is she went with her driver to go meet up with some guy in Oak Beach. Mm-hmm. And that was the last I heard from her. So he's like, go fucking take it up with the driver. Don't take it up with me. This isn't my fight, right? And so um, he knew. You've about- got to talk closer to the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So she ends up finding the driver in like a sketchy pool hall in a bad neighborhood. And he's like, yeah, I took her to some fucking gated community. And after dropping her off, she comes out in like full-blown hysterics. Yep. Like talking gibberish, screaming. He's trying to calm her down, but she is just not having it. She's banging on people's doors. And he's just like, fuck it. Like, I'm not her babysitter. Like, I don't get paid for that. Right. Okay. So he's like, yeah, I just left her.
0: Which that does, I mean, even if he has nothing to do with it, God, it just, I get it. It's not your responsibility, but, yeah, like, I know my husband would have never left her out there. Of course. Not in a million, even if she was a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. If my husband was just, like, minding his own business and walking down the street and saw that shit, yeah. he would have gotten involved, and he would have never let her just, like, uh, while out clearly, and run off into the wilderness. Obviously, <laughs> I know, but it just seems so... Heartless, I guess. So, when their
1: local police station can't do s- shit for them, they end up in Long Island mm-hmm. at that police station where they have the 911 call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And the cop that's handling it from there is the, the mayhem guy from the Allstate commercials.
0: Yes. Also from Rescue Me. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that show? Did you ever watch it? It sounds familiar. You and Nick would love that it show start watching it now it okay. has dennis leary and the mayhem guy plays his little brother johnny okay sure But yeah tommy tommy <laughs> sorry sorry so we hear shannon mumbling screaming for help
1: and the operator can't get her location before the call drops by the time they do trace the call it's been like over an hour mm-hmm. right and so she's fucking gone and the witnesses are all claiming that she was high on drugs and oh, yeah. unruly and nobody could do anything to help her. And so the mom is like, no, I know my daughter. She might be up to some shit, but she wasn't high on drugs. And he's like, oh, well, you think you know your daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? Really rubbing it in her face. She's like, whatever. You can think what you want to think. So. But
0: also, even if she was high on drugs, we still need to a- find her like she's still missing
1: yeah no exactly he's just like she's a fucking high prostitute in this gated community with her jaw and like this is a waste of my time
0: yeah but i don't
1: like that attitude exactly no they make the cops look still real fucking bad in this movie need to
0: find my daughter even if she is high i don't care it's right. more of a reason to find her she might not know where she is right now so eventually you take it you can read
1: into it however you want me watching the movie it's like oh you've got a cop just randomly driving down the highway and their canine unit needs to go out and go to the bathroom and they got lucky yeah or you could believe that they were actually out there looking for shannon hoping to find something oh how does the movie Uh, like I, i you could go either way okay so that's what i'm saying take it for what you will but they do. That's how it happens. They let this canine unit out. It goes out to go to the bathroom, and, and they stumbled. just so happen to yep. find something. Just happens to come across these bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay, four in total, all prostitutes that went missing from like two thousand to thousand seven to two thousand ten. You have to At, say sex workers. So sorry, sex workers. That's their official term. My bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, all advertised on Craigslist. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, and to note, <clears throat> they were spaced evenly apart. Oh, and
0: yeah, I, I didn't read really anything about that, but I'm probably <clears throat> that's what they said here. If that's what Robert put. I'm going to say yes.
1: And then, um, of course, the police commissioner is like, oh, but no worries. No, no need to panic. No yeah. worry about it. Yeah. This isn't like a big deal or anything. The mom hears about the remains and she takes her daughters with her. She takes these fucking girls everywhere. um but none of them are shannon Yeah. so how fucking disappointed would you be it would be upsetting (laughs) to
0: say the least and then also terrifying because you're like wait how many bodies of women are out here and none of them are my daughter so we just have a pile up of bodies right and so
1: at this point like the cat's out of the bag the younger sisters are obviously catching on that their older sister's a sex worker And whether or not their mom knew it, who knows. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it goes back to the driver. So the police finally get to the driver and his story is like, okay, look. So the John that Shannon was with that night, he actually came out to the car and told me to come into the house to get Shannon out. She was already on her hands and knees, like, freaking the fuck out. She was on the phone with 911. This was when the call took place. hmm Right? And that's when she took off running, and he started to follow behind her. hmm And he's like, again, like, I got frustrated, and I went back to the John's house to be like, what the fuck did you do to this girl? But he didn't claim to do anything he's like i don't know she's your responsibility you fucking tell me this is a waste of my time wow all right great people wow Mm -hmm. so the police do give the john a polygraph and he passes because they probably didn't ask him shit they were just like what's your favorite color right right
0: (laughs) right Uh, and so and there's so many ways like unless you ask the exact right exactly like if they're asking him for instance if he hired her to have like sexual relations or whatever but he really actually wanted to kill her he could easily pass that and be like nope or whatever right yeah
1: so now the daughter or sorry now the mom is going off Right. She's like, you guys don't give a shit about my daughter. She goes to the police station. She covers their bulletin board with like a missing persons poster of her daughter. She's like, I'm going to put up one poster for every fucking day. You assholes sit here and don't do shit looking for her.
0: Great scene. Right. So good. I believe it was the scene on Netflix that made me want to watch the because at first I didn't know it was about Lisk. Okay. And I saw that scene and I was like, oh, we're watching this shit. Oh, yeah. No, so good.
1: So again, the police go back to the driver and they start asking if Shannon ever talked about her mom. And according to the driver, Shannon's mom's a piece of fucking work abandoned shannon as a child Mm -hmm. leaving her in foster homes believes that the only reason the mother gives a shit about finding her is because it's the money that she provides for the family Mm -hmm. so the younger girls having been dragged through all of this they've started an online relationship with the other families of the bodies that were found yep Right. So they get together to do um, like a, rem- a remembrance ceremony. And at first the mom's like, this is bullshit. Don't fuck with these people. But then eventually she's like, they might be able to give us information that could help us find Shannon. Okay. Okay. So then she gets on board. She gets together with these women and they all go to the John's house. And they start fucking um, stapling missing posters to his front door. I love it. Right? I love the energy. Pounding. He's not there. But it gets the attention of a lot of people in the neighborhood. Yeah. They don't want these women there stirring shit up. Oh, well. And the attention of the John's neighbor Mm -hmm. who then does reach out to Mary and he's like, I think I have information that might help you. Oh, okay. What is it? And this guy is also super familiar. I didn't look him up on IMDB or whatever to figure out if it's a TV show or a movie. You would know him. You would fucking know him. Say less. I'll Google it while you talk. Yeah. Um. So he takes her. To where he believes the murderer dumps the bodies, not where the police claim to have found them. And how would he know? Because he knows of this marsh that's behind Hackett's house. Okay. Where there's a shed that's like full of burlap and all that shit.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's
1: like, basically, whatever goes out there
0: is not coming back. Is it this guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. Kevin Corrigan. hmm Grounded for Life, which I loved that yes, show. that's it. Pineapple Express, Superbad, King of Staten Island, The Departed, Goodfellas, all kinds. Like, everything I just named are some of my favorite so movies and great. shows of I all know. time. so
1: right. He's amazing. Okay. Right. So he takes her out there. He's like, you need to go to Peter Hackett for answers. Mm-hmm. and then she finally pieces together that Hackett was the name of the doctor that yeah. called looking for Shannon. But when she goes looking or when she goes to tell police they just totally fucking just dismiss her. Like, will you just let us do our job, honey?
0: Right. right. Like
1: honey. Mhm. Sweetie. So knowing damn well that they are doing shit, she goes, "Let's go, Mary." Right. He's not there, but there's an elderly man there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing your daughter that night." He's like, "She was so drugged, she could barely stand or speak full sentences." He's like, "I sat her down on my porch, and I went inside, and I called police."
0: Oh yes, Peter the. Give me your cup. Oh, the, no, the old man. Oh, sorry. That was talking about there. Peter.
1: No, he wasn't there. And he's like, but the second I told her that I had called police, she took off running. And points in the direction that she ran. And Mary notices that there's a security camera on the telephone pole. She's like, where the fuck does this go? Right? Who gets these videos? So she goes to the office where the tapes are held. And the woman's like, oh, yeah, sorry. They get recorded over. And she's like, yeah, but you guys clearly heard about what happened to my daughter. I'm sure the police came and asked and they're like, no, the police never did come and ask. Oh, shit. So we never thought to keep them. And who do you think might be in charge of said video? Uh, who? Mr. Hackett.
0: Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a HOA guy mm-hmm. or something or like a whatever neighborhood yep. security. Yep. Watch guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. I forgot. Uh-huh. So piece of shit. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, the the whole School for Wayward Girls thing, that's so quick to look up like, oh, you're not actually the head of a, a right. wayward... Pl- I guess not a school, but like a place for... Right, for these lost girls, So whatever. you're just full of shit. Like, what is the point of right. you calling me and telling me that? So
1: finally, police follow up with Hackett. And he's got every excuse in the fucking world for why he has no useful information. Mm-hmm. And like laughs at them, like scoffs at them, like, well... Maybe you should be looking at the incompetence of your own men. Oh. Versus sitting here, Mr. Commissioner, and asking me all these fucking questions that you expect me to answer for you. Wow. Mm -hmm. Aggressive. I know. So, again, Hackett's neighbor is telling Mary that he believes that the daughter's body is definitely in this marsh behind Hackett's house and says, if you can get police to just go back there. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's where they're going to find her. So they end up, um, or no, I guess more body parts start to come up um, across the beaches. Yep. Right. As far back as 1996. So that was like 15 years prior.
0: Yep. Yep. And this marsh, I don't know if they talk about it in Lost Girls or if it was talked about in the killing season. But it's like, I know for a fact they talk about it in the killing season because the duo tries to go into the marsh. It's so fucking hard. It's to hardcore. Get yeah. Like you're not just this idea that Boats she could not drive
1: through it. Right.
0: The idea that she ran into this marsh, into this marsh, no. took off her clothes and her belongings right, and just then scattered drowned. It. No. It's, face up. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the duo doing um, the killing season couldn't even walk through the right. marsh sober during the daytime. Right. So, like, the idea that she ran through this marsh is absolutely ludicrous. Right. Okay. And there was no sign because the grass is really tall or reeds or whatever you have in a marsh. The fact that there was no like, broken, like, nobody noticed. You would think if she went running in there, there would be, like, melee behind her. Exactly.
1: So, eventually, it ends up being one year later that police have done a whole lot of nothing. Mary right. gets a call from Hackett's fucking weird neighbor again, informing her that Hackett is putting his house for sale and packing up his shit. So, it's like, girl, this is it. you if- anytime this is your time Mm -hmm. make your move
0: meaning like come to the open house or something well just like get just get going uh, because he's about to
1: leave exactly like this could be the last time anyone sees this man ever again got it right and so she of course gets nothing useful from Hackett and she goes back to the police and she's like why haven't you checked the marsh like, that's it. That's all I'm asking you to do.
0: Why and, wouldn't you check the marsh? Right, like, and she's like,
1: and my daughter's jacket that was found at the house of the John. It's never been tested for DNA. And the commissioner's like, oh, about that jacket. Yeah, we don't know where it is.
0: Boy, you better. Oof.
1: Yeah, it got lost. Um, could you imagine? No. And she's like, this is a fucking cover up. You guys either search the marsh or I'm going to the fucking press. Okay. And calling you guys out. So finally getting their attention, they search the march. And what do the fucking assholes find? Shannon's Shannon's body. Shannon's shit. All of her belongings. uh Uh-huh. They find all of her stuff and then they find the body.
0: I just also feel like, okay, fine. You don't want to look for Shannon. That's already terrible enough. But if you're currently finding new bodies and body parts every day, why aren't you combing all of that area with a fine tooth comb like why aren't you looking everywhere
1: everywhere and you've got these canine units that can clearly
0: sniff out these bodies right? right I mean come on it's not like they have no reason to they're finding bodies every day I know
1: so basically the movie ends with Marie her two daughters and these other families of the other victims all getting together and being like look here we are a year later from all these body parts being found, and now we're just finding my daughter because these fucking idiot cops can't pull their heads out of their asses and they're treating our daughters like they're not people. Right. Right? Like they deserve to be recognized, they deserve to be heard. These mm-hmm. were our families. Yeah. Right? This is where things get a little weird for me. I don't know that they just came up with this shit, right? Because they're ending notes. um, Oh, God, I forgot. There was one part that really fucking got me. So when they found Shannon's remains Mm -hmm. and it's the mom and the two sisters and they're like looking down at the body and it's like, don't worry. We're going to take you home. And I'm just like, I fucking lost it. Did you cry? I, I did.
0: Oh, my God. Every movie we're making I know. me cry. I'm at work and I'm like, oh, my God. They found her. They're going to take her home. <laughs> I love that you feel how oh. I felt my entire life. Now. Oh, my God. It was awful. I know. Just so I really, everything. I, I
1: had to throw that in there. I knew it would just make your day. Yeah. I was just dying. Oh, look like, my life! I oh, cried. She at- found her baby, and she has her closure. And she I has a cry at Fucking oh, everything. everything. <laughs> oh my god! I fucking hate you.
0: I know. It's so funny. Mm.
1: Anywho's okay. So they say the autopsy of Shannon's remains contradicts the police theory that she died from exposure to the elements that night. And instead finds that she died from a homicidal strangulation. Yep. There was no evidence of drugs in her system.
0: Nope.
1: So everybody, oh, she couldn't stand. She's slurring her words. No, she was
0: fucking terrified, assholes.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So of the 10 to 16 victims, like half of which have been identified. Yep. Right. No suspects have been charged. The phone records confirm that Hackett did call Mary mm-hmm. and she filed a wrongful death suit against him.
0: She did, I just didn't put it in the notes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Twenty sixteen again, um, her daughter did suffer a psychotic episode, which did result in her in in her killing her mom.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: And it says that the eldest daughter is still fighting to find justice to this day. So that's the part where I'm like, I don't know that they just took that with them or.
0: No. So um, I was waiting for you to get through the movie. There's like conflicting reports about Mary. Okay. Um, The real life Mary. Right. Some people claim that she, a lot of people claim that she definitely wasn't involved the way the movies made her seem. Okay. Where she's like pounding at their doors and, okay, you know, whatever. They actually said that in real life, the sisters were more that way. Okay. That the sisters are the ones that have been like really resilient and yeah. like keep at it. Okay. Um, but the other victims' families said that Mary was the one who was like, Bringing them all together. Mm -hmm. She was a great sense of comfort to them and, like, kind of a rallying spirit for them. Oh, she is not that in the movie. Yeah, no. They said that in real life, for the victims' families, Mary was, like, kind of the one that got them all together and helped. And that would be the girls in the movie. Yeah, so they kind of switched it. Yep. And they said that in real life, Mary did help and wanted to know, you know, what happened to Shannon, but Mm -hmm. that it was their two, I would assume, the two mentally healthy sisters who. We're, like, leading the charge to yeah. figure out what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, but that's just what people say. Mary, unfortunately, is not here to defend herself or that say anything. That so. killed me. Big twist. I'm like, are
1: you kidding me? After all this, that's what I have to read at the end of the movie? I, big are twist. Are you fucking kidding me? And then they did. They followed it up with, like, actual pictures of the family and mm-hmm. actual, like, crime scene footage. And I'm like, oh, my God, you are really just pulling me right now.
0: Whew. Yeah. And so I guess they call what's happening at Gilgo Beach um, a dumping ground, which I guess serial killers do this a lot, where they'll have like one place where they leave the bodies. Oh my gosh! Which is really and weird and crazy that
1: this Oak Beach gated community with all these bougie ass people or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, just happens to be by this dumping
0: ground. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, God rest Gross. the victims' souls. Ugh God. It's just the worst. Yeah. It's just awful. And just, you know. But I will say, so I'd probably rate the movie Oh yeah, you're rating.
1: I mean it was a good movie to watch. Netflix I think did a pretty good job. Um I'd give it I think a three
0: point five. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I've only seen it once. I feel like that's a pretty fair rating, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a a good
1: movie. It Was it like a C
0: plus? Yeah.
1: It wasn't great, but no, it was a good movie. I think they got enough of the facts through Mm -hmm. that you get the idea. But yeah.
0: Fantastic. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, God. Picking an outfit for this week. I told you. (laughs) What are you supposed to do? It was so hard because I don't ever like to dress up as the victims right i'm right. not here to poke fun at anything or pay like i don't want to disrespect anybody i was actually
0: thinking that what you could have done was reprise your pig behind bars from the changeling episode True that absolutely you i could, could have, have done is it james burke john burke yeah you could have been pig behind bars again yeah for sure but we got it. I I got it. So you're kind of just, you're you're dressed as Mary. just I like am. As a, you know, like you said, a, a chain smoking, coffee you're, drinking, she, keeping it real mom. It was very rainy and wet in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. It was very dark um, visually. Right. Very overcast and gray toned. And yep. she was constantly just like in jeans and a jacket just going door to door to door to door. Right. door. All right. And so I printed out an actual... Um,
0: missing person poster from the movie or from shannon from shannon whoa really Mm -hmm. there she is there's shannon i've seen her picture a bunch yeah so oh sweet shannon it'll be me fucking stapling her up okay every day she went missing sounds good um all right and you can see that on thc podcast on instagram thc true on um twitter true hollywood crime on facebook i'm working on a youtube page Ooh, i might have found a thing that will um translate and do full length videos of our podcast for youtube so wow. keep your that'll also be tr- thc true hollywood crime on youtube i have the channel i just don't know how to post on it so. you
1: just reminded me that um i listened to another podcast for the first time what i know
0: 'Cause I'm the podcast person. I know he's d- not. I
1: don't listen to podcasts really. The there's there's
0: no you- mango. You're safe. No, that's fine. I was just picking I like lime better than blueberry a cut. Oh, real quick. Oh gosh. What did we buy? Oh gosh. Last weekend we got Trulies. Yeah. I now have an all time favorite seltzer Ooh. flavor that trumps all the other seltzers and flavors and that's the truly raspberry lime yes it was so good that i took a sip off my husband's in the remember super hungover about to die at any minute and that brought you back to life i took a sip and it was so fucking good i'm like hands off these are mine Mm -hmm. you guys drink the other flavors because i'll drink all the raspberry limes right because i
1: i offered you one but all i had was mango made me want to kill myself exactly that's so fun all right so what podcast did you listen to caller daddy (sighs) yeah 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 and i just i don't know why it came up but the only reason is it's a very popular podcast the reason i'm bringing it up is because it came up on my youtube yeah and that's the only i'm like oh
0: okay I'm not a huge fan of those ladies, but, you know, I could see why you would be. There was only one. Really? Yeah. Oh, there's a ton. They're really, really famous. Yeah, no, just Alex They're Cooper. so famous. Oh, right. OK. As I say they're so famous that they've split ways now. So oh, it used to be two girls. Gotcha. OK. Yeah. It used to be two girls and they had a podcast. And I've actually never listened to an episode because they were on an episode a Fighter and the Kid when Brian Callen, what, yeah. like, a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and it I was know. just them and Brendan. Mm-hmm. And I just, I thought they were annoying, so I never listened. Okay. But, you know, I didn't listen to their podcast. Maybe their podcast is, you know, funner. She,
1: I thought she did a fair, it really, what it came down to was. Was she the blonde or the brunette? The blonde. Okay. Um, what it came, she was interviewing someone that I was somewhat interested in. And so I just appreciate like the first half of the podcast was like her trying to be serious and then being like, OK, I know that, that this is nothing what you guys actually came here for. So right. Let, let's talk about sucking dick. Like, yeah. how, how do you take the dick? Do you take it hard? Do you like to be punched in the back of your skull when you yeah. get fucked from behind? And- yeah,
0: yeah. That's like that was kind of like her and her, mm-hmm. I guess now, ex-podcasting yeah. partners thing. Um, You've actually heard them before and you didn't realize it because they're old intro is famous on tiktok it's a tiktok sound and you'll have people like lip syncing to their to the call her daddy intro okay so there you go. All right. Well, I'm glad you found a podcast. You liked it. I mean, I en- I enjoyed it for the one episode. It's not. I like- bet you you would like it if you go like maybe uh, what a uh, Spotify or whatever yeah. and go to the episodes when they were together. Maybe I bet you would be a little mm-hmm. bit more up your alley. I know. I was just proud of myself for being like, oh, it's another. I'm gonna pod- listen to a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you listen to
1: some- like because you would listen to like your mom's house sometimes, right? A few times. Mm-hmm. Like if I was in the car by myself, because I know that that's what he- Nick likes to do when he's in the car. I'm like, I'll give it a try.
0: I like it for road trips. Yeah. I do not like putting it on if I'm just going to the grocery store. No. I have to stop it. And, no, 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 no. But yeah, if I'm driving I mean, down long, to the bay or whatever, yeah. love a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like you have friends in the car. Yeah. <laughs> You're hanging out with people. hmm Yeah, I actually have not been, I've been, of course, I still listen to my top three, which is My Favorite Murder, Crime Junkie, and Sword and Scale, but um, like I used to also listen to Your Mom's House, yeah. Fighter and the Kid. Joe Rogan, all of those, and I haven't listened to them in months. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if I just got burnt out on them. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe it's like podcast fatigue. Yeah. I just stopped listening to all of them. Mm-hmm. So. Like I said, it's real hard between
1: getting shit done in real life and having time for TikTok. And
0: <laughs> for real, like <sighs> because I'm just a stay at home mom. My thing is, I'll put podcasts on when I clean. Yeah. When I'm doing whatever. I'm gonna have to tune my children out. yeah um but yeah, ours is the only one I listen to. <laughs> I do listen to ours every week. I know I do. I like to hear it all put together because I ed- I edit it mm-hmm. every week so like I'm I'll hear bits and pieces as I'm trying to like piece it all together. Yeah. so I like to hear it one time like all, all the, the way, way through, through. Mm-hmm. um but yeah, good times. All yes. good things. uh next time we record,
1: it's gonna be. Christmas Okay. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas I can't wait.
0: night. But yeah. Christmas Day night. Yeah, correct. Because mm-hmm. Christmas Eve is a Thursday and we always right. record it on Friday. Do you want to mm-hmm. record on a Saturday or do you want to keep it on a Friday? No, I want to keep it on a Friday. Yeah, for sure. I mean yeah. we'll be drinking all day.
1: I know. Uh we have dinner plans at Andrew's house, but I mean I still have to put the child to sleep. So it's yeah. the perfect excuse to And I have to give you your
0: present. Well it's a present for both of us, correct? Correct. Okay, good. Because I didn't get you anything. No, I know. As always, my presence in your life is present enough. No, it's for both of us. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very excited about Christmas. I love Christmas. And now that I'm done, it's always when I'm done with my shopping, I get really excited because I want the kids to open open their presents. Yeah, let's just do this. And my kids are finally at an age again where they're like into stuff. Mm -hmm. And so and it's not toys. And I just can't wait for them to open their stuff.
1: I'm so excited. What's the one thing Violet asked Santa for? Uh, pooping Flamingo. Correct. And was the one thing I waited to buy last minute? Pooping Flamingo.
0: Yeah. But I keep, ever since you mentioned it, I see advertisements for it literally everywhere. So I'm on
1: Amazon panicking because everything's like sometime between the 24th and the 30th and, yeah
0: and like january 2nd exactly like,
1: yeah i'm like oh great and i'm not gonna spend double or triple just to guarantee have you tried going to a store hell no <laughs>
0: so, so he i refuses to go to stores
1: i do i mean the only okay what oh that's not true what store did i physically have to go to To get for my teacher's presents.
0: Was it? uh, Starts
1: with a capital B. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Here's the problem. Cork and bottle is the only thing going through my head. I know it's not that. Um, What's the liquor store? BevMo. 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 Because it was
1: the only fucking place in town that had the liquor I needed. By the way, Cork and
0: bottle is a small liquor store in the Bay Area. And it's the only thing I could think of. No, God bless them.
1: Yeah. So I bought both of the handles of vanilla vodka they had the only two left. I'm like, they're fucking mine.
0: <laughs> now we have a surplus of vanilla vodka.
1: I need it in my life.
0: Anywho. B uses it as coffee creamer, guys. I do. <laughs> I, I mean it
1: just makes <laughs> Everything
0: better. I love that she uses this coffee creamer. It tastes really great in
1: coffee. Uh, but yes, so I bought the fucking flamingo knowing that it might come late. I'm like, worst case scenario, she's still young enough that I could pass it with a note from Santa like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot it at my workshop. The mm-hmm. UPS man will bring it to you because mm-hmm. she fucking loves the UPS man. Yeah. He gets more credit for her shit than I ever will. Well, he brings it to exactly. her Exactly. No, exactly. I buy her new shoes. She goes to school.
0: Oh, I love your new shoes. Who got them for you? Oh, the UPS man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's all my best friend. The only person who really cares about me. The UPS man.
1: So um, it fucking, it showed up. So love I'm, it. I'm ecstatic. Right. And then I had to have the the Christmas spirit talk with her this year. She. What does that mean? So on the topic of the UPS man, she knows when we get boxes that look like amazon boxes if it's nick's name it's nick stuff it's work stuff it's boring she doesn't care yeah if it's my name 95 percent of the time it's for her right right so she always gets excited when it's my name mm-hmm. and it was a big box and i wasn't there and nick was like oh yeah you can open it and i'm like asshole hello right I'm like it's fucking Christmas bro (laughs) I can't believe he did that (laughs) so she opens the box and it's full of toys yeah luckily none of them are for her but also unfortunately none of them were for her because she sees all these amazing toys and I have to explain to her that yes these are amazing toys that we are gifting to the people that we care about Because that's what Christmas is about. And luckily, it wasn't any of her Santa presents. Right. No, but it was that whole conversation about Christmas is not about you getting presents from Santa. Mm -hmm. Right. It is about the appreciation that we show to the people in our lives and the the satisfaction that you get when you give someone a gift. Yeah. And totally. so I was adamant that she handed every teacher at school the present that yeah. she helped make because I'm like, you need to give it to get that, that full effect. And I, oh, yeah. I think,
0: I think it sunk in. I mean, when I worked at the salon, I would always do something for every person who worked there, but we'd always do secret Santa, mm-hmm. but I would do something for each stylist and receptionist or whatever. And the kids would always come in and like give their presents to yes. each of the people mm-hmm. at the salon. Um, yeah. Shit, hold on. What were you just talking about? The spirit of Santa, but, but I'm just saying she Christmas. fucking
1: cried when she opened that box and realized none of those toys it's rough. were for her. It was hard,
0: especially again. Your daughter's an only child, yeah. so she, what she do you have mean? to share with? Yeah, what do you people. mean this isn't for fucking me? Um, what do you? How do you feel about Santa giving big gifts? Are you a Santa gives big ki- gifts? Or are you a Santa gives a couple small gifts? and a stocking so really this
1: is just my third year yeah and this is the first time she's ever asked santa for anything and but all she didn't
0: ask him for a big thing
1: all she asked for was the the pooping,
0: pooping flamingo. flamingo
1: that was literally it that's all she asked for so she's gonna get that and her stocking yeah
0: i think that's perfect so you know you guys do whatever you want yeah listeners out there yeah i think it's cool if Santa does just that. Yeah. If he gives maybe one or two things off their list, some, maybe some of the smaller things. Yeah. And a stocking, parents get credit for the big things. Yeah. Because something I and I never even thought about in my own childhood because I'm an only child with my mom. I have siblings with my dad. Yeah. But my mom, I'm a spoiled only child. And so my mom, you know how she is at the of holidays. Course. It was absolute craziness yeah. for Christmas my mom goes so far above and beyond for fucking holidays and Christmas. Your
1: mom used to make me the most elaborate Easter basket. (laughs)
0: Yeah, as teenagers. Yes. Like this isn't because Bailey was a child. Yeah. As teenagers, we got like, I grew up getting three Easter baskets. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, she had one shot at this mom thing and she was going to get every moment Mm -hmm. out of it. So, yeah, my Christmases, I was super spoiled. It was super over the top. I never thought about or asked my friends what they got for Santa. But we grew up in a really rich town. We grew yeah. up with really, af- like everybody had those types of Christmases. Absolutely. My kids go to a school with a lot of, um, I don't wanna say underprivileged kids, but definitely like lower working class yeah. kids. So I've definitely changed my tone. With Santa in general, from the time when they were really little to now, where it's like Santa brings them in one or two things that they asked for in their stocking, because I don't want... The other family. I mean, at this point, Lila's at the age where she's like the last she one knows. of her friends. No, she doesn't. She still believes in Santa, oh. but she's like the last man standing. I'm surprised she, Everybody yeah. else in her grade is like, Come on, Lila. Are you stupid? <laughs> but she still believes. <laughs> I love that so much for her. And Wyatt is in like you know, perfect kid Santa believe. Even though he's the best. So I just don't want anyone to think like, was I bad because they got a everything
1: on their list. PS
0: five from Santa and I only got like a stocking. Of course. Yep. My kids get a couple little things from Santa that they asked for, their stockings. Plus Lou put me on that shit when they were a lot younger because quite frankly he wanted credit. Yeah. He's all, why does Santa get the credit for getting them an Xbox One? Right. Like, I got them the Xbox One. I want the fucking credit. And again, because
1: Nick's so salty about Christmas, we don't want Christmas to be all about her getting presents. No, yeah. And then again, weeks later, what is it? Her birthday. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when we'll go above and beyond. Like, yeah. we know that we already want to get her a big girl bike. Mm-hmm. Like, that. Fuck it, that's not a Christmas present. That's a birthday present.
0: Yeah, we're getting... Well, okay, fine. Zoe's getting a um, a balance bike from Santa. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah. that's like her big gift from Santa. Because mm-hmm. you know what she asked Santa for? A teddy bear and some candy canes. And we're like, well... Okay. You should have got her the biggest fucking bear. I know. <laughs> right. Lou had to pull a life size. bear. Lou had to put the idea of tricycle in her head. Okay. And she was like, Oh, oh a sure. tricycle. yeah. So yeah, that's Santa got her, um, a balance bike and a teddy bear. And then I'm going to go to the dollar store and get her one of those like jumbo. Yeah. Big ass candy canes that she could never eat. Um, but yeah, so she's getting a balance bike mm-hmm. and that'll be fun. Cause Violet will get a big girl bike for her birthday. Yeah. And they'll, can they, now there'll be a bike gang. I hope we can pray um we did the
1: rich neighborhood tonight with the christmas lights mm. we do it once a year we're doing it saturday yeah okay so the house at one of the streets is passing out bags of candy canes oh they're doing it covid friendly with like one of those like selfie a grabber sticks. yeah <laughs> amazing uh, but so of course they hand it to Violet and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it's right before bedtime when I'm like, you cannot eat one of these candy canes. I'm like, may I please have the bag? No.
0: <laughs> Be at some point you just got to give in. Well, she's, give her the candy cane. Oh, give she her can, half a candy cane. She can have the candy cane tomorrow morning. No, 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 Just give her a piece of the candy cane tonight. Right
1: before I put her to bed. A she, piece. And she's already
0: bouncing you know off the You know the sugar walls. thing is a
1: myth, right? I just, she's
0: already hard enough I understand the sugar thing's a myth. Yeah, it's because it got put in their head that sugar makes them hyper, so they act hyper. But from what I've heard, the sugar thing is kind of a mental thing. No,
1: it's just because she's already on such a high going
0: into her room <sighs> just at night. Give her a piece of the fucking. No, candy she can have can. it for fucking breakfast. No, Mm-mm. give it to her tonight. <sighs> no, she's looking at Christmas lights. Don't you want it to be magical and have a piece of candy? This cane? was at the
1: end of the night. This was the like last house before
0: we were like driving away. Mm-hmm no all right fine Mm-mm. we can agree to disagree i know don't let her but, go do not let her go see christmas lights with me because uh, well, i'm giving her a I'm, hot chocolate and a candy i know cane. if
1: i'm not there i don't fucking care what
0: happens. <laughs> you still have to put her to bed what i don't see <laughs> um
1: but we both nick and i agreed we're like if only we didn't have a kid and it's like we would totally park our car down the street and like walk the houses yeah. right <laughs> just getting wasted yeah
0: mm-hmm. for sure
1: it would be so good. That's so funny. Yeah.
0: I love it. I'm excited. Right. So follow fa- la la la
1: la 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 la.
0: Exactly. And you can follow fa- la-, la 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 us. Oh <laughs> hey,
1: I love that. I already said
0: it, but I'll say it again. THC podcast on Instagram. THC True on Twitter. All that True Hollywood shit. Crime on Facebook. YouTube coming soon. Coming hopefully. soon. Hopefully. Only fans. <laughs> Girl, don't not I think know. I have not thought I'm about right. it. Who hasn't? Who hasn't thought about
1: it in 2020? Because I'm not doing anything right? crazy, you need but to fucking pay bills, OnlyFans. I <laughs> saw
0: comments on somebody's thing where it was like, her TikTok was like, "I wish I had the confidence to OnlyFans," but da da da. Somebody commented, "They're like, okay, hear me out." You just smoking your jewel topless. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Now. Right. Hold Who on. Who couldn't do that? Mm-hmm. Hold on now. We yeah. could do that. But then the idea of like one of the kids is like parents. I'm seeing. A- subscribing. I'm like, yeah. no. no. So yes, I've also thought about the feet pictures because that's anonymous. There's ones where you can, never mind. Right, let's not. Let's not go We're going to wrap this up, guys. Mm -hmm. We love you. You We'll see you next time. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Bailey, stop rushing the (laughs) ending. Oh, my God. Girl. All right. Okay. Um. You can stream us anywhere, except for Apple, (laughs) of course, except for iTunes, (laughs) Spotify, Podbean, Uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio. We know you're on Podbean. We see you. We see you. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will talk to you guys on Christmas. We'll see you next time. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, little ho, ho, (laughs) ho. Bye.